Hello, welcome to A Scoop of Pop Culture, the podcast where Samuel and I review things going on in the world of pop culture. Ben here will provide his inputs as well. Uh, today, Lucy and I will be ranking our top 10 favorite Pixar films. Uh, Pixar is often confused with other studios like Disney, uh, but this studio is much more grounded in its reality, like it doesn't have musicals, um, but it ponders questions like what if versus the Once Upon a Time story, as well of, as um, all of its films being 3D animated instead of hand-drawn. Um, this episode will be a personal opinions. Uh, there will be a poll below to see what your favorites are. Uh, results will be shown in the next episode. So we will be determining our rankings based on personal opinions about plot, characters, nostalgia, and animation. And let's get started with the ranking. Uh, you can start. So, I, my number one. Uh, number ten. Oh, my number ten, okay, at the bottom, is Luca. I think that their newer, um, newer, you know, movies and stuff are better than their older ones. I think they are kind of more in depth, if that makes sense. They're a little more detailed in the storyline. Yeah. Um, and, um, so that's why Luca's in my top ten, although it's not you know, higher on that 10 list because it's just, um, I don't know. I mean, it is good, but I just think I have more, you okay. know, ones that are better, so. Uh, number 10, mine is kind of the opposite of that. Mine is Soul. It is very, very in-depth. <laughs> it is very metaphorical. It's very mature, I feel like, for its kind of demographic. Uh, ponders a lot of questions like purpose and life and all of that stuff, and it does it really, really well. And it doesn't explicitly say, like, put its message forward and say, do this, this is the right answer, all that stuff. Kind of leaves it up for the viewer to decide. Yeah. But this, I would say this isn't for a younger audience because it is very boring <laughs> for the younger audience. But uh, uh, my, my, my personal opinion, it's very, very good. Yeah, so. Okay. Number nine? My number nine is Toy Story 4. So I don't really like the Toy Story movies. Gasp. Uh, and this is the only one that I have in my top 10 list. And Toy Story 4, I think, was really good. They introduced a lot of great characters. I think they developed everyone's character well. Yeah, Ducky and Bunny are really funny. Yes, and <laughs> Forky, obviously, we can't leave him out. Um, and I just, I really liked, you know, the fact that the movie is more, like, on the move, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. it ta- it talks about, you know, new scenes and just new... Yeah. Oh, you know, anyway, I thought it was really good. Okay. Uh, my number nine is Finding Nemo. Uh, I, I feel like a lot of people would be surprised this isn't higher. But Finding Nemo really... Th- this movie really picked up Pixar's animation because it's really, really incredible with its water. And this was one of the first movies to do, like, computer animated water and everything. And I feel like they did that extremely well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the relationship between the father and son is very, very rich and very, very believable. Uh, it begins with, like, a heartbreaker, and that's one of the few times which, like, Pixar kind of shook me. And, I mean, it's a really powerful movie, and it's very, very good. Yeah, so my number eight was Finding Nemo. I do like Finding Dory more than Finding Nemo, but Finding Nemo, I do like all the relationships. I like all the different characters, and the fact that they're, you know, like, underwater. Mm-hmm. You kind of get that more perspective, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the thing that drags it down a little bit for me is the the dentist office and everything. Oh, when gosh. it goes back to Nemo's kind of plotline, I'm a lot less invested as opposed to Dory and Marlin's, which I find very very interesting. And that yeah, really picks it up. I thought that dentist scene was really freaky. Oh, uh, okay. 
Um, uh, my number eight is Coco. Uh, I have heard that you have not seen this, but you no. should. You should really <laughs> see this. It is very, very heartwarming. Uh, it feels like a very cliche plot, but they take it in new ways uh, with like a family uh, not allowing a kid to perform what he wants to perform, music. It's got a twist in it, a few twists. I will not explicitly say anything, but it's a twist that actually is important to the story. And after all of these Disney twists and everything, though this may not come as a shock, it's important to the story. And so that, like, I mean, it's one of the few that does work, which is very nice. And my um, number seven, I think we're on, um, is Finding Dory. Yeah, again, it's about Finding Nemo. Um, I think that Dory is much more of an interesting character than, you know, Nemo or his dad. I think that she just has a lot more personality. And the different setting that the, you know, story goes into, um, and just all the characters that they introduce that they introduced, I think, are really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my number seven is Monsters, Inc. This was, like, one of the first times where they had to animate hair with, like, thousands and thousands of hairs and everything, and I feel like they do that really well. It's got a very, very interesting concept, a funny concept about how uh, monsters scream kids, I mean, uh, uh, terrify kids for, <laughs> like, electricity and everything. It's very creative with its telling of that. Um, it's just a very well-constructed movie with extreme creativity. Yeah. Um, and sadly, Monsters, Inc. or Monsters University did not make it on my top ten list, but I think those are really good movies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my number six is Inside Out. I thought that this was a pretty good movie. I really like all the characters. I think that they, their own personalities and how they differentiate are really good and how it shows you know two people's stories at the same time you know riley and her family and then all of the characters inside her head are and you know the struggles that they are going through separately of, of her life so yeah. yeah okay uh it unfortunately did not make it on my list <laughs> but i did find well the, one of the problems with this movie in my opinion was that i was much more excited to see one plot line as opposed to the other I did find that, that Riley's um, plot line about her dealing with familial issues and, and moving to a new area and everything to be very, very relatable or um, very, very well done. I feel like the ending is very, very good and very well done. But when they go back to inside her mind, I feel a lot less interested. And unfortunately, that's why it didn't quite make it on my list. But number six for me is Wally. Um, I, I went a couple years without watching this. Uh, when I was younger, I think I got, like, halfway through and then always lost interest. But now watching it, like, years later, it is really good. I'm surprised how good it was when I saw it. Um, I found that the first 30 minutes of it, 20 minutes of it, was 10 out of 10, 5 out of 5 best of Pixar top 3. But once they meet the humans, I feel like it loses traction a little bit and kind of takes away from the main plot line between Wally and Eve and all that stuff, which I found very heartwarming. Um, but overall, it's a very good film, especially the first 30 minutes with almost no dialogue, all visual storytelling. Uh, it's just very, very well done. Yeah. And my number five is Soul. I thought, um, I think you were explaining this earlier, that um, it doesn't really um, connect with young children. I think that the topics are very heavy, kind of, and um, 
and yeah, it would be a little boring to them. But I thought that, um, you know, that whole, um, you know, thing about the, you know, afterlife kind of, and I thought that was very interesting, a unique perspective on what happens after you pass. Um, and the one character, is her name 22? 22, yeah. 22, I thought yeah. she was a super interesting character. I really liked her, you know, sarcasticness. I, yeah. I thought that she added a lot. And, you know, and her experience when she turned into a human, and what that was like for her. And that was really interesting as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number five is Finding Dory. I think he did explain this very in depth, yes. and I agree on everything you said. Um, Dory, I, I feel like, well, she was really funny in the original, and when I heard that she was getting, like, her own movie and everything, felt like they were taking a lot of the humorous sidekicks and giving them their own movie, felt like it might not work and everything, but it really did, I felt like. Like, you feel you're put in Dory's shoes, even though she doesn't have feet. A lot of, like, characters, when you see them just freeze in a moment, you're like, oh, move and everything. But in this way, you're put in her shoes. You understand why uh, she's a very, very interesting character, in my opinion, that they really go in depth with. The climax is very silly and very funny, and I, and I, I just, it's very, very good, in my opinion. Top five Pixar. My number four is Up. I really love this movie. I thought that it was so funky and unique about a house being lifted up by balloons, and I really like the characters and the relationship between, you know everybody i forgot their names at the moment but um carl russell yeah Kevin, the old guy Doug. Kid. i thought that was a really a really um amusing thing kind of watching how they became closer through, um, you know, as the movie went on and yeah i'm gonna talk about this a little bit later <laughs> um spoiler alert sort of for later in the list um okay my number four is toy story 3 uh this was the first of pixar's billion dollar box off films it has a bunch of high stakes, uh, spoiler alert, uh, by the end you think the toys are gonna die, which they don't, and that is one of the times when I do think that, uh, like a, a stakes thing, you don't want, you don't want to see every main character die, and I've, I mean, that was one of the times I was okay with, they like kind of rewrote and it didn't have consequences, that was, I, I was okay with that. Um, it's very funny, as truly menacing villains, one of its best with Lotso. Uh, it has a great backstory. Uh, its story continues the questions about how toys come to life and then asks, what if toy got lost in the first and then in the second it goes over, what if I break? This one ponders the question, what if my kid grows up and it delivers a lot of emotions that way. Um, Spanish Buzz is a lot of fun and I really, really enjoy it. He's very quotable. And uh, that's where I'm gonna leave it off. <laughs> yeah, um, my number three is Onward. I really like this movie. It, I do, I think I said this earlier, but I like the newer Pixar movies more than their older ones. And I, um, this was like kind of um, something that I've thought about like all throughout my childhood is what would it be like if, you know, mythical creatures were real like yeah. in our everyday lives and this really i think does a good job of showing what that'd be like um i really liked uh, one of the beginning scenes i think they're unicorns like they're like raccoons they're eating out of garbage bit garbage bins or something it's yeah. so funny and i thought that was really interesting so you know, I might have different opinions about that. Uh, I, I did, well, I, I mean, I like 
The first 20 minutes of it felt a bit cliche, but by the end, I really, really enjoyed the ending. Um, but, I mean, it's it's a good film. I just think it's maybe one of Pixar's weaker films. Interesting. But, uh, my number three is Toy Story. It was Pixar's first animated film and the world's first fully computer-animated full-length film, which is a great accomplishment. Uh, and it still remains one of the greatest animated films of all time, in my opinion. Um, not one of my favorite animated... Well, apparently it is. Um, <laughs> but it isn't my favorite animated film of all time, but I do think it's one of the greatest animated films of all time. Um, the characters are synonymous with pop culture to get today. Jeez. Um, this, its sequel broke the billion-dollar box office mark. Uh, and there have been countless memes made out of it, so if it weren't for Toy Story, we wouldn't have Buzz looking alien. <laughs> um, uh, you all know the story, you all know the characters, and while the animation holds it back from being like one or two for me, um, it's still a blast and will take you to infinity and beyond. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah. So, my number two is Brave. So... It's, okay, actually, I did not know that this was Pixar. I just thought she was, you know, a regular Disney princess. No. But um, I really thought that, because in a way, she is sort of still a Disney princess. I think that her story is very unique. Um, the A lot of the princess movies are just kind of cliche, you know. And um, when I was younger and I watched this, I was really freaked out about a lot of scenes in there. Um, and, you know, as I got older, I kind of learned to appreciate them because they are what kind of makes it a little more interesting if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um anyway but yeah i really thought that um you know watching the relationship grow between merida and her mother was really you know neat to watch and and also i think her brothers her three little brothers are like such a funny part of the movie that they really added a lot as well yeah um well i i i I, I think this is like mid Pixar for me because I mean it anim- its animation is really really good I feel like yeah. it breaks the barriers from the stereotypical once upon a time kind of story Definitely. and I really like the first 30 minutes but once the mom turns into a bear even though it does build a relationship between the daughter and her mm-hmm. I feel like it loses a bit of traction mm-hmm. and it's like well, and another thing that does step it up for me is its trailer is, like, really, really, really good and it had a lot of potential with the Scottish or, yeah, all that all that culture and everything. And they, they, they dropped the ball on it just a little bit for me, but it's still very good. Yeah. Uh, my number two is The Incredibles. Um, this is, like, one of the first modern superhero films. It came out right before the big rush of every like superhero film but what's great about this is that it really does focus on character more than action and everything i feel like uh by doing so you feel engaged and care for what happens um the villain is fantastic i think it is maybe the best pixar villain the action is great it's well choreographed and nail biting because you don't know how they'll defeat the villains and all that stuff um and this was the first human-led pixar film which was another great accomplishment because, I mean, that really did step forward to creating a bunch of new stories that they could tell and everything. And, uh, well, yeah, they, do, they just do it really well by focusing on characters and, and it has a lot of stakes. Yeah. Um, I do like The Incredibles. It didn't make my list just because it's not really... I don't, I don't think it's really a 
big Pixar movie compared to a lot of the other ones. And I never really think of it. Although it is a fairly decent movie, I think. And so my number one um, big reveal is Wally. I really like this movie. I think that it's so interesting. The fact that the first, you know, half of the movie doesn't have any any dialogue. Yeah, exactly. And it's I think that it's engaging because you really want to know what this robot's gonna do next. And I think that um, Eve is just um, really like interesting. I think that the whole movie it's kind of Wally chasing Eve because he's like in love with her and yeah. it's so cute. And then I think when the humans got involved in the movie, it was kind of like really shocking. I think that, okay, to be honest, I think this is like actually what humanity is coming to based off everything, you know? Um, and, you know, pe- like the humans are destroying the earth, and that's actually happening. But um, I I think that it has a really good message about we need to be conscious of our just like of what we're doing so we don't like ruin our future. And I think the characters are very. Very, like really strong yeah that makes sense yeah okay uh well i i feel like the first 30 minutes of that film is top pixar like it's Definitely. like i feel like that might be number two number three for the first half but once they do meet the humans i feel like it loses a bit of traction but it's still i mean that first 30 minutes holds it up to greatness like 10 out of 10 all that stuff and I feel like the relationships built in that are really genuine and really well done. Uh, but yeah, yeah, really good. Um, okay, my number one is up. Uh, I said I was gonna talk about this later. I think this was my first Pixar film I ever saw in theaters, which might be another reason why it's my number one. Um, I mean, the first 10 minutes of it, everybody talks about being heartbreaking, and it is. <laughs> um, but, um, I mean, it delivers engaging, funny characters, delivers a great villain, I feel like, with an engaging, relatable backstory about, you know, why he's doing what and what lengths he'll go to. And um, But overall, this film is hilarious, bizarre, creative, and really unique in its storytelling, animation, and colors, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I think that up is it. Actually, I probably should have put it higher on my list. It is really a movie. Okie dokie. So those were our lists. How did you feel about it? Did you agree? Disagree? Uh, if so, take the poll down below. Before below, answering what your favorite Pixar film is. Uh, check out some other great West Side Story podcast on wssspaper.com. And thank you for listening to this a scoop of pop culture episode. Adios. Mm-hmm.